yes, yes. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bleak Solo podcast. This is your host, Bleak, Bleak Solo, Oscar Leon, a uh, man of many names. Uh, <laughs> but just uh, first off, before we get started on this week's episode, which is episode 18, by the way, uh, we are finally on Apple Podcasts. So just search the Bleak Solo podcast and subscribe and leave a rating and you'll be able to find me there and whenever i upload a new episode it will be in your feed i'm also still on soundcloud so that works better for you uh soundcloud it is uh but just know that it's on apple Podcasts, and it will be available there from now on as well okay so just a heads up if you want to find it there whatever works for you uh so yeah that's a quick update uh, so welcome to episode 18. Today is Saturday, August 11th at the time of this recording, 9.33 p.m. Uh, so yeah, I want to, pretty much I want to do this every week. So I have like a weekly podcast. I uh, want to have it out usually on Saturdays. Uh, I already missed one day. So I literally just saw an interview that said consistency is key and I already missed one week. So I already been inconsistent with the episodes, so my apologies. But I will, you know, try to be more consistent from now forward. Uh, so on this week, I want to talk about uh, obviously give some mini movie reviews, talk about some music, and just another, any other miscellaneous things that come to mind. So first off, I want to talk about the Spy Who Dumped Me, directed by Susanna Fogo. And it stars Mila Kunis and Kate McKinnon. Uh, this movie was rated R, so it was pretty bloody. Uh, the action was actually pretty decent. Uh, well, more than decent. It was really, really good. It got you really into the movie. Uh, Kate McKinnon, as always, brings her A-game, tries to do everything to get you really invested. Mila Kunis is good. Uh, overall, the movie is just... A simple watch, uh, R-rated fun, some good comedic jokes, some good action scenes. So if that's something you're kind of into. You're in that mood. You want to go out and have a movie night with your girls, or just you have movie pass. You have AMC A-list. You know you can do that. Uh, but overall, I mean, if I were to rate this movie, I guess a seven out of ten, two point five out of five. You know, just in the medium medium range just a solid medium movie watch it on netflix or on redbox so there's that uh i also want to talk about uh just earlier this morning i saw slender man directed by Sylvain white and it stars joy king uh i wasn't really looking forward to this movie i almost i honestly wanted to watch dog days instead of this but my sister's wanted to watch this so i gave it a chance we went and uh well just to give you a little back background uh slender man was a meme that started around 2009 and it was supposed to be this character that appears in the woods and it takes kids and makes them disappear takes their soul you know all that urban legend kind of stuff and uh the only thing about that is that that meme actually has now like this bad aura around it because in 2012 i believe two 12 year olds uh they lured one of their fellow classmates to a sleepover and then they killed her and 
when they were arrested, they said that the reason they killed her was because they wanted to be uh, servants for Slenderman. So, yeah, it really sucks that an innocent life was lost. Uh, but, you know, that's what's going on, you know, recently with the whole meme culture. Sometimes younger kids take it too far. And it's not their fault. It's just when you're younger, you're more susceptible to things. And you believe things you read online. And I was one of those people, believe me. Uh, <laughs> I was really big into conspiracy theories and what really happened and what they won't show us. But... Yeah, so that's the story behind Slenderman, but the film doesn't really touch on that particular incident. This is more about four friends in high school who go on this internet website and they watch the video and they try to summon Slenderman and it just all, all hell breaks loose after that. Uh, it's not, I don't know how to say this, uh, I guess it's not the worst movie I've ever seen. But it's also not, I don't know, it's just not, a, it's not necessarily a great movie or even a good movie at that. But I guess you can enjoy it for what it is. But to be honest, I would say you just wait until it's on Netflix or Redbox. It's not really worth your time to go to the movie theaters or use, you know, waste money on it. So, you know, just, just save that. Maybe wait until it's around Halloween time. Then you can pop it in at home because it is creepy and it's well shot. Uh, it looks good. Joy King delivers probably the better performance in the movie, so it's not that bad. But the movie I really want to talk about, I really want to talk about, and I didn't even watch this. Uh, I watched this thing on Wednesday, if I remember correctly. And it, the movie is called Eighth Grade. It is directed by Bo Burnham, and it stars Elsie Fisher as Kayla Day. And this movie. This movie was just one of those movies that I, as soon as I started watching it, I knew it would be one of my favorite movies of the year. Uh, this new actress, Elsie Fisher, just really brings it as the character of Kayla Day, who is in her last week of eighth grade. She does YouTube videos. Uh, it's just her and her father, and he's trying to capture her, you know, her anxiety and her social awkwardness. And it's just such a really great film. And I haven't been in eighth grade in. I don't even remember how many years it's been, but it reminded me of how I was during that time and that awkwardness and, you know, wanting to fit in, but you don't really know how to fit in. And once you do get invited to certain things, you don't know how to proceed and how to handle yourself when you're at those events. So I really love this film. Her dad played by Josh Hamilton uh, in the movie. He was Mark Day. He was an incredible father figure. Uh, I know a lot of us, I mean, the ones that do have a great father figure in their lives, you're walk, you're really blessed. Uh, I'm not saying that my father was a bad father, but, you know, he's a Mexican father. Uh, they don't really express their feelings. You know, very rarely they show emotion. So seeing this relationship between uh, Mark and Kayla in the movie was just really inspiring. And it was really wow. Like, I wish that I could have something like that and even if I ever if I ever have the pleasure or the you know the joy of having a daughter or a son and being a dad that's something I would want to be you know I want to be there for my kids and I want to show them that I care so if you have a chance uh, to watch eighth grade go out there and watch it 
Uh, I really, really, really recommend this movie. It's another A24 movie that it's just such a great film. And it's probably going to be in my top 10 of the year, most likely. So besides that, those are the quick movie reviews. Uh, last week, last Friday, Astroworld by Travis Scott came out. Uh, I've had a week now to listen to it. It's a good album. I don't like it more than Birds and The Trap. Sing Brian My Night. Uh, that album was way, 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 way better. But this album was still... It still has a lot of bangers. I think I just have to keep listening to it. I know, like always, most more songs are going to grow on me. Uh, I also been listening to YG's Stay Dangerous album. It's overall... It has a lot of bangers, like Big Bank and Canada and all those songs. Uh, I do like it. It's not my favorite album. It's not my favorite YG album, at least. My Crazy Life was way better and the one before this, still brazy, but it's still a solid effort and, you know, it just has some songs that you're going to listen to uh, for the rest of the year. And my favorite album that came out last Friday was Swimming by Mac Miller. This, uh, this album is just the album for me so far. Probably this and K.O.D. Uh, by J. Cole are my favorites of the year so far. It's just... You know, Mac Miller, since his last album, The Divine Feminine, has really found his, you know, he found his center of where he makes the best music. Uh, and right now with this post-breakup of Ariana Grande, he uh, he, he even he himself didn't call it a breakout album, breakup album, but you can tell that he's been through a lot in the last two years and in these last couple months since the split. And he's just really found this voice on this album and i really really love it so if you have it and if you have spotify or apple music go listen to astral world stay dangerous and swimming uh okay so that's for that uh one another thing i wanted to get into before this episode ends uh i want to talk a little bit about kanye on kimmo uh i didn't see the full interview and you know, I've been one of those people that hasn't been really, really strong. You know, I haven't really, really been hard on Kanye with all the shit, he, with all the shit he's been saying the last couple of months. But you know, I just kind of have. I've had my full. I already know what he thinks. I already know what he thinks about Trump. I already know what he thinks on certain issues. Uh, this new, this new interview didn't really bring anything new to light. Um, even when Kimmel hard pressed him and asked him why he can support Trump when he was so famously known for hating uh, George Bush uh, and he didn't even answer, you know, so Jimmy Kimmel let him off and they went to commercial. So Kanye being Kanye, uh, there's not much to it to that. Uh, also, it was Anna Kendrick's birthday, uh, I think on Thursday, and she has a new film coming out in September with Blake Lively, directed by Puffy called A Simple Favor. So I'm really looking forward to that movie. The posters, I'm loving them. The trailer, I'm loving it. Uh, yeah, as you can tell, if you look at my Instagram feed, I'm a big Anna Kendrick fan. So, happy birthday to her. So, yeah, this is just another quick episode. Uh, after this, I plan on having longer episodes, go more in-depth on topics. I still want to eventually have guests. I'm just trying to figure out how to do that. But my, one of my friends who's a fellow podcaster, he's going to help me out. So, uh, stay tuned for that. Uh, so for now, uh, also, uh, just 
If you want to watch something new on Netflix, it's called Insatiable, uh, featuring David Ryan, formerly of the Disney Channel, and it's had a lot of controversy over, you know, the topic of fat shaming and bashing the Me Too movement and all that, but uh, so far I'm kind of like 50-50 whether I like the show or not. I'm already four episodes in, but I mean, I guess if you like following controversy and, you know, go ahead and watch it for yourself. Uh, it's only 12 episodes, 40 minutes long, so if you have Netflix, you can do that. Anyways, uh, thank you for tuning in for episode 18 of the Bleak Solo Podcast. Have a great rest of your week. Weekend. Yes, have the great rest of your weekend and a great week. Bye.